the college football experience, Sunbelt and Mac conference preview episodes on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Mac and Sunbelt Conference Preview Edition. My name is Kobe Swinging Database Dead, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> We're not like these other pods. We're going to preview the Mac and the Sun Belt. Damn it. You better believe it because we love it all. All right, it's college we, football, right? We Come give on. we give the Mac the same amount of time that we give the SEC or the Big Ten. I am joined by my co-host, the Sun Belt Fun Belt God himself. You can check out his articles over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. He's already covered the Mac and the Sun Belt, so get the SGPN app or check it out on the sportsgamblingpodcast.com. But give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? Maxion, Maxion, yeah, Maxion, Maxion. Sunbelt, you are fucking great. We love college football. Yeah, we love college football. I, I feel like I've really ran away with this thing, man, and it's it's definitely turning listeners away. But you know what? Maybe we're gonna gain the Mac fans and the Sun Belt fans, buddy, because I love both these conferences. I have a deep love for both these conferences. What do you make of the Mac and the Sun Belt, NC Nick? I love the fact that they'll play anywhere, anytime, any day. These are the these are the two conferences most likely to play on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or, or a Thursday or or who knows you know what day. But uh, I think both leagues are a lot of fun. Uh, at one point, they were fairly equal, or, or you could argue that the Sun Belt might have been the worst conference in all FBS. Not the case anymore. The Sun Belt's gotten a lot better. It's the easy Mac to see is, a tide turn. There you go. The Mac is still kind of battling it out for worst, I'd say, um, with Conference USA these days. But uh, look, there's still good football being played, and there's still—I mean, yeah, the, 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 the season's almost here. What's the countdown? How many days we got? Oh man, well, t- it matters what the question is because I the mean, first game. Well, look, I'm a maniac. Everyone knows I'm a maniac. Uh, 
there's some NAIA games. So D two football, college football coming on August 25th, which is Thursday, August 25th. There's a couple ranked matchups going on. Uh, uh, We're looking into that. I'm talking to my guys. I'm talking to my guys right now. Uh, But um, then we have uh, the 27th, some more D two football games, but we actually have Nebraska Northwestern and Dublin, Ireland. Now we're talking. And uh, then we have a couple CUSA games, conference games. We get a, a Wyoming, a Lionai game uh, in Champaign, and and uh, Vanderbilt at Hawaii, Nevada at New Mexico State. We got Rich Rod making his Jacksonville State debut against Stephen yeah. F. Austin. More Next- games. I, th- I think last year there was only five. Week zero games. I think there's what like nine or so this year. Is that yeah. Right? Well, and if you Something count like if you count FCS, I think you have like twelve or thirteen. Beautiful. So, Beautiful. Yeah. We're getting there. And, and and even like Rich Rod, say you're not an FCS guy, which is crazy to me, but it, it, Rich Rod t- is a brand new coach at Jacksonville State, and they will be FBS next year at this time. So you got a reason to invest in that if FBS is just your cup of tea, but. Right. I'm excited to watch it all. You know me, I'm excited to watch it all. So let's hop into it. Let's start off with, with the Mac. The hey, Mac. Hey, so Mac, the Mac beat the ACC school last year. The champ. They <laughs> <laughs> it beat the ACC champ. They beat That's two- right. Yeah. I was thinking Georgia Tech. <laughs> but yeah, they beat Pitt as well. <laughs> Who's uh, better, the the Mac or the ACC? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> that that doesn't help your cause. Longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good almost call. almost beat a SEC school because they had Missouri on the ropes. Yeah, how they fare against the Big Ten last year? They they've been known to knock off a Big Ten school from time to time. I don't know if it last year. Uh, I don't think it was. Last I don't year. think Eastern. They didn't schedule Eastern Michigan, who'd been the thorn. Uh, <laughs> In the Big Ten side, I think they had wins against what Rutgers, Illinois, and and Purdue, yeah, uh, of late. But yeah, Northwestern too. Who beat Northwestern recently? Was that? I want to say that was Miami, Miami? Ohio, Miami maybe, Ohio? Uh, or or Ohio, Ohio, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm looking back at last season though. I'm currently looking at Eastern Michigan. They lo- yeah, they got smacked in Camp Randall, thirty four seven. That game was wild as uh, the the final like the one of the final plays of the game had the uh, the the some a- if you had action on the game there was a pick six late I believe I took Wisconsin minus the points we were in Vegas week two uh, for for college football week one of NFL and we're all there and, and that was one of my plays and I lucked the fuck up because they had a pick six on like the one of the final four plays of the game. Which you know, then the cover hit, but yeah, I mean, th- this is a this is, I mean, what NIU won at Georgia Tech, um, Western Michigan beat Pitt at Pitt. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They don't even have home games against these top teams. Ball State, Ball State, didn't they knock off Army if memory serves me correct? Uh, I think you're right. Last year, right? Yeah, I think Ball State knocked off Army. Not power five, but Ar- Army won like nine or ten games last year. Yeah, it's still a good win. Definitely. Um, and yeah, they uh, beat army by 12, 28, 16. Yeah. And uh, what the chips, how the chips do they played, they hung in with Missouri. They lost by 10. Um, That's the game I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but they, they look, they, how about uh, they beat Washington state in the bowl game? I know That's Washington right. state had a bunch of players gone, but I mean with COVID, Still. but whatever, a win is a win, right? So the point is there's good football in the Mac. 
Let's jump right in, man. You're damn right there is. Uh so uh look, let's let's hop into uh what which division odds. Let's start with the Mac East. The Just weaker go. of the two this year. Yes. Yes, there's a lot of opportunity and I actually think you can get it can get interesting with with your odds to win the division. Let me just rattle that off. Uh Miami, Ohio plus 130 to win the Mac East. Kent State plus 300, Ohio, the Bobcats, even after a bad year, plus 500. Buffalo, the Bulls plus 550, Bowling Green plus 900, Akron plus 2500. I mean, look Someone is gonna get if one of these teams in the basement here. Like I'm talking non Miami, Ohio, or Kent State. If one of these teams in the basement can just be better than the other three, they're gonna be in the mix. You know what I mean? Like if Akron or Bowling Green or Buffalo or Ohio, somebody has to win those games. And if if one of them can emerge f- from the pack of those four, they're gonna be in the mix to get to the MAC championship. Dude, the Mac is wacky. Nobody had Northern Illinois winning it last year. They were winless the COVID season, and they turn it around and not only win the West, they won the whole thing. <laughs> so, was... I mean, you can go from worst to first and vice versa as uh, quick, more quickly than any other conference. So, I think I actually think both divisions are wide open, but I think especially the East is. I was kind of bummed to see Miami at only plus one thirty because that was my team that they're my favorite. Obviously, I'm not alone because I think Vegas is right there with me. But I, I think Miami, Ohio is the best team in the East, but I certainly don't feel, you know, all that confident in it. Yeah. And and when you consider like I think it's actually probably a, uh, not, not a good play from a betting point of view, because I think it's po- like honestly, I think like your your low value. Why not take a stab on Bowling Green or Akron? Because their experience factor for Bowling Green is is one thing, but Akron, the coach in the transfer portal, someone's got to win those games. I think Akron could beat Ohio. I think I think Bowling Green could beat Ohio or beat Buffalo. So why not sprinkle a little bit? Plus, and those two teams have MAC championships somewhat recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, you look at Miami of Ohio and, and their wood, their win total sitting at six and a half. I do like the over there. I think getting uh Brett Gabbard back uh, and uh, the brother of Blaine Gabbard, if, if folks out there don't know. And one of the maybe one of the best wide receivers, uh, name wise, Mac Hippenhammer. Watch out for that connection. They're going to be great. And Chuck Martin's just been doing really good things with that team, especially the defense. Uh, they do lose a lot defensively, uh, you know, for for graduation and and through the transfer portal. But I have faith in Chuck Martin to figure it out defensively, and I think this Red Hawk offense is going to be really good. I just think they return the most. They're just the steadiest, you know. I, I in, a, in a, a a division that has a lot of turnover, I think uh, they're the safest bet for sure. And they're in Oxford, Ohio, a hip and hammer. I just feel like if you walked into a bar, there's a chance to be like, try you. You want to try a hip and hammer, like a, a sh- and they play at Jaeger field. I mean, it's just fantastic. I just feel <laughs> that's like- a party school too, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It, it is. Party school. Yes. It, 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 the stars are aligning. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm high on them too. And I did take them. I did take them on the over. I think uh, the continuity that they bring back um, I look at the schedule from a season ago, some, some very close losses to Eastern uh, within the Mac. Uh, look, 
it within the Mac, they lost by one at Eastern Michigan by two at Ohio uh, and by one in overtime at Kent state. Those are their only losses within the Mac. So uh, veteran team, can they, can they learn how to win some of those close games? <laughs> these games are insane though. Cause you, I, I look at all these scores and they're all like within, within four or five points. So I mean, <laughs> buckle up. Uh, the only concern with the red Hawks, if you're looking to bet the, 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 the over is the out of conference schedule. Cause they're probably going to be one in three entering conference play. They have at Kentucky home to Cincinnati, uh, you know, kudos to the Bearcats for going on the road to, you know, facing Miami of Ohio. Uh, and then at Northwestern, I mean, at Northwestern is a winnable game. It is. I think we mentioned it they did it recently. Yes. yes. Uh, but you know, they're probably looking at one and three there, but then things break pretty nicely. Uh, as far as the conference slate, they get Western Michigan at home and at Northern Illinois from the West. Um, and then, I mean, their road trips at Buffalo, at Bowling Green, at Akron, they could, they could clean the, they could go three and O right there. So um, yeah, I like the Red Hawks here. Uh, well, look, I mean, I tend to think, uh, I mean, I went Miami, Ohio and mainly it came down to, I wanted to take Kent state. Like I actually think Kent State probably is going to be a better football team. However, when you look at Kent State's road schedule, not even out of con- out of conference, it's fucking terrible. Out of conference, these guys are maniacs. Yeah, at Washington, at Oklahoma, at Georgia. Um, but when you look at the road test, I like I came in thinking like, okay, build me a scenario with Kent State winning this thing. They went last year the, to the MAC championship, but their road games are brutal. They're at Miami, Ohio, at Toledo, back-to-back weeks. Those are two really good teams. The fact they draw Toledo, uh, then at Bowling Green. Now Bowling Green hasn't been great lately, but I mean, and then to me at Buffalo. Look, Buffalo. I don't think they're going to be great this year, but they're, you're getting them on November 26th. You know how fucking cold it's going to be in <laughs> Buffalo on November 26th. So at least it's not a team from the South coming up. True. You know, so they're they should be used to it. But yeah, I'd still say that's a pretty tough situation. And well. If you look at Kent State, I mean, your boy, your guy, Crum, Dustin Crum, Dustin Crum is gone at quarterback, so they got big shoes to fill there. And the defense, man, I mean, as good as Sean Lewis is doing with the offense, that defense has been awful. Uh, they finished last in pass defense in the MAC last year, tenth in rushing defense, so they weren't good at either one. Uh, and there's just too many roster uh, questions. I like the hire there. though. I think they hired a Northern Iowa's a defensive coordinator and I actually Northern Iowa keeps a good defense in the FCS, but I mean, I'm going over on Kent state too, but I do think when you compare the road schedules for Miami, Ohio within the conference and Kent state, well, even if you wanted to compare them outside of the conference, cause Kent state's fucking insane. But, uh, and you got to wonder what wear and tear that will do playing those three you know, teams that have all yeah. made the, the, the college football invitational playoff in the past decade. Um, Shout so, out to Joe Hackney in the chat. What's up, man? You damn straight two days in a row. Yes. Yes. It's, it's time, man. It's football season right around the corner. We got to get through these conferences. I'm actually going under on Kent state though. And I, I it's, cra- it's crazy because Kent state does, you know, they've been a very good program for a while. Uh, you know, I feel like they're probably going to go five and seven. But that schedule is just a bear. So I went under. Don't, don't love that one. I certainly like the Miami of, of Ohio over a lot more than the Kent State under. 
I went, I think they're going to be six and six, but like last year they went seven and seven and play for the Mac championship. I, but I just think their road schedule is a little too tough this year. And uh, Miami, Ohio should be able to benefit off that. And I think those two teams are clear cut better than everyone else, but I got to make a case for either one of the remaining teams, because I, like I said, if one can just separate in the Mac East from the other three teams on the basement, then they're going to get three conference wins. Uh, and then you got to look at the schedule because it comes, these games are wacky. You just touched on this. So like, let's, let's build the case right now for the Buffalo bulls, right? Buffalo there, bulls. I'd, I'd rather build a case for the other two first, but, but, but go ahead. Don't let me stop you. Okay. Well, I'm just saying Buffalo, I'm just basically looking at the schedule and saying, okay, well, who do they draw from what side? I'm not even talking in or at a conference. I'm saying, okay, so they're at Eastern Michigan. Their road games are at Eastern Michigan, at Bowling Green, at Ohio, and at Central Michigan. So I think Central Michigan and Eastern Michigan will be favored over them. Bowling Green and Ohio, winnable games, right? Three I, sets of back to backs. I'm sorry if I'm getting a little bit ahead, but Buffalo's got a tough schedule. Three sets of back to backs. They got what five of their first seven games on the road. I think this could get ugly quickly. Yeah, I I don't like them. So let's move along then. Let's talk. Let's talk your Ohio Bobcats with. Uh, Obviously, last year the uh, kind of kind of an uncharacteristically bad year for the Bobcats, but Frank Solich had health problems in August. Uh, Things that's always tough when you're like, oh, here's the new head coach. You know, oh, it was it was what like two or three weeks before the season, right? I mean, so they had a good reason to, to, or at least a good excuse to start off the year slow, and that's what they did. Uh, But Yes, unchar- uncharacteristically bad season for my Bobcats. They're kind of my favorite Mac team. I don't know why I started liking them, but I think they got they can bounce back here a little bit. Yeah, Tim Alban uh, having a spring practice. He went out and get what he can. It's his it's his show now. He can do whatever he wants to do. And uh, you look at their away games at Kent State, at Western Michigan, at Miami Ohio, at Ball State. I'm gonna say no way. And the ball state, even the ball state one is on the second end of a back to back. I I think that's too hard of a road schedule for them to be contenders in this, uh, which team could emerge to be third place in this, in this conference. Right. I agree. Uh, Now we pull up the Falcons of Bowling green who bring back like some crazy, a number uh, it's a huge year there, you know, uh, yeah, they have the most uh, returning experience in the country. 92%. That is number one in the country. Uh, you know, Luffler was the punchline to a lot of our jokes last couple of years, but they they turned a little bit of a corner last year, including that shocker win over Minnesota. So uh, I don't know. What do you think about Bowling Green this year? Well, I mean, I, I sit there, I I I see that returning production, and I know that he's been recruiting at a decent level. Thought, that, and I think the portal traded treated them all right, but still. At Akron, okay, Akron's kind of actually, I think, beat them the past two years. Um, at Central Michigan, I don't like that. At Toledo, I don't like that. Then you have at Ohio. I I guess I would give them a little bit of a, a nod up against Buffalo, and I got kind of yeah, got them exactly. I kind of got them exactly. I'm saying like within that race, that conference race in the East, I think they're going to be ahead of Buffalo, but I think it's close between them and Ohio. Uh, which gets me to my boys, Joe Moorhead. How fast can he can he fix this? All right, the Akron Zip, zip it up, baby. Uh, 
look at that road schedule at Ohio, at Kent State, at Buffalo. Now the season ender at Northern Illinois is going to be tough. I kind of like their road schedule better than any of the other three in the uh, in the MAC East there. That that would be towards the seller. Have you uh, heard recently who might get the uh, starting quarterback job? Is it going to be DJ Irons or is it going to be that FCS transfer? Jeff Undercuffler coming in from Under the Albany Cuffler. Great Danes. That's right. Uh, that is, I have not heard who will get the nod there, but I do think they like they have some experience now. They got some guys that uh, two capable quarterbacks that have got some starts under them. Um, I just well, think it, it, look, they're getting Cam Wiley, the Minnesota transfer at running back, Shockey Jacquees Luis, the pit transfer at wide receiver. Hope I, I think I might have got that name right, actually. Yes. Uh, you know, and yeah, you're right, man. They gotten they got all kinds of guys coming over via the portal. But if you ask me, the question is offensive line. They, they definitely need better offensive line play and the defense. This defense was awful last year. Uh, especially against the run, finishing last in the conference, giving up almost 250 yards per, uh, per game on the ground. They do return a bunch of production on the defense, and they have transfer guys coming in. So, can, can they at least get to like middle of the of the MAC? I think I think they need that if they have their sights on like bowling or or or, or winning the MAC. I am locking this team over over two, two and a half wins. And, and I just, some of those names they brought in some of those schools, you know, uh, I do expect their defense to be a lot better. And and the offense, I mean, you asked about the offensive line. They brought in a former, uh, what four star from Penn state, Anthony Wigan. I think he could have a big difference. They, they went out and they were very active in the transfer portal. I also uh, Clyde price, the running back from Kansas state. He's good. I, he was, he had Deuce Vaughn in front of him. So I, I liked what what they did there. They they got Devin Robinson from Memphis. They got a couple Alabama transfers. They got an LSU transfer, a wideout, um, a couple Michigan State guys coming in. I, I just think they added some big time uh, players from the MAC. I I'm gonna go ahead and say, watch. Here we go. I'm gonna go Miami Ohio to win the East. Uh, second place will be Kent State. Third place, zip it up, baby, zip it up. <laughs> Zip it up. Hey, and I, they might be I'm able right to go bowling. I'm right there with you. I think two and a half is, is very low, especially with, with a gimme against St. Francis in week one. If you look at the schedule, yeah. At Michigan state at Tennessee week two and three. Okay. Those are your surefire two two losses. Other than that, you know, at, at Liberty is probably a yeah, loss, yeah. probably a loss. They're probably going to be, you know, getting 10 points or something, but I wouldn't say, I would say there's two surefire losses. And after that, I think it's pretty much open pretty much any game. They could potentially win the Mac is wacky and Akron could have a better year than people are expecting. You've sold me on the over for sure. I don't think they're ready to, to sniff, you know, winning the East, but what 2,500 to one, why not just put nobody uh, plus plus 2,500 yeah. in the West last year. <laughs> so, Hey, why not? Uh, just sprinkle a little bit there, sprinkle a little bit, but yeah, I, 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 it sucks that I'm going chalky and I almost feel like we're stupid to go chalk in the Mac. Uh, well, I think having Akron finishing third is not chalky. Yeah. I think most people have them finishing last. True. I have Buffalo last probably, probably followed by Bowling green, followed by Akron, then Ohio, then Kent state, then Miami, Miami winning it. 
I got Miami winning the Mac East too. I'm on the over just for the record. I'm on the over with the, with the red Hawks and see Nick's on the over Patty C's on the over. Uh, however, Nick's on the under with Kent state. I'm on the over Patty C's on the over with Ohio. I actually rode the under Patty C rode the under Nick is on the over uh, and uh, and bowling green. I took the over Patty C at NC Nick are on the under Akron. We all the, so the only ones we unanimously was Miami, Ohio and Akron on the over. So and how about, I like how, both those a lot. Those might be, you know, some locks. If it, my favorite plays team total in the East is Akron over Miami of Ohio over Buffalo under. Yeah, and how about the conference odds going on? You can get Miami Ohio plus four fifty. So if you think for sure they're playing in the game, which I, I hate to tell you this, folks, but me, Patty C, and NC Nick have the same. This is this is this is why we're going to be fucked. You realize this, right? We have the same MAC championship, which is on that that doesn't happen. All right, like right. <laughs> three people, three people have Miami Ohio against the same West Division champ, which we'll get to in a second, but. Yeah, I, I mean, plus four fifty to win it. So if you know Miami Ohio is going to win the East, why not instead of doing the one thirty play bet the plus four fifty? Because then all you got to do is win one game. Sure, that's what you should do. Um, t- let's hop over to the West. But before I hop over to the MAC West, I want to tell folks out there that. The college football experience Mac and Sunbelt Conference previews are brought to you by WinBet. Yes, thinking of joining WinBet now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet's uh their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet on the MLB. Plus the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day. You can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1000. There's so much to choose from and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/winbet so they know that we sent you. Once again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/wynnbet to claim your free bet today. Uh, offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522 Four seven zero zero. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Uh, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promos co- promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that you get the best deal possible. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. Trust me, if you're going to be doing some action betting, even though they're all in that region of the country, middle of America, there's weather. There's the elements. None of these teams play at a dome. Shout out to that. But the Mac Championship, they got to get that shit out of a dome. Um, but that that's why uh, you know Odds Trader they'll they'll key you in on all that stuff and get this. It also has a bet tracker, so betters can keep records of all their games and betting activity. So that's always fantastic. Go to OddsTrader.com/slash/bluewire. That's Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, we are back talking Maction. Let's head over to the West, where man, they pretty much, they pretty much think the whole the whole division's bowling. <laughs> if you've seen this, like the win totals, uh, 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 the win totals are to, well, Toledo's the favorite, plus two twenty five to win the the Mac West. Central Michigan plus two sixty to win the Mac West. 
Northern Illinois plus three forty to win the Mac West. Uh, Western Michigan plus five hundred. Eastern Michigan plus eight hundred. Ball State plus sixteen hundred. NC Nick, the win totals here: Toledo eight, Central Michigan seven and a half, Northern Illinois six and a half, Western Michigan six and a half, Eastern Michigan six and a half, Ball State five and a half. So they pretty much think the whole this this is loaded. Uh, it's like the SEC West compared to the SEC East. <laughs> I um, definitely said. I mean, th- yeah, this division is much better than the East right now. And to Joe Hackney's point, I, I think somebody has to give Toledo some love. I'm surprised all three of uh, of, of us are on Central Michigan earlier in the summer. This this uh, this win total was at seven and a half. I wish I could still get it at seven and a half. It, it's, it's bumped up to eight. I'm still going over though. I mean, uh, I guess it's a little concerned that that Jason Candle, the head coach, has only uh, what had two two seasons of winning eight games or more. Uh, so uh, they they're not you know over that number often. But I think uh, Daquan Finn, man, the freshman quarterback last year, he threw eighteen touchdowns to just two interceptions, and also ran for five hundred yards and nine touchdowns. He's one of the most dynamic players in the conference. Remember the name Daquan Finn, and uh, yeah, they are the team that almost beat Notre Dame in South Bend. Uh, if you look, you know, four of their five regular season losses came by a total of eleven points. Yeah, yeah. So they were just on the wrong side. Ball bounced the wrong way. Uh, you know, a handful of times they could have. They were close to to representing the, the West in the MAC championship last year. So I think they have just as good of a of a chance as Central Michigan, if not better. I I don't, I'm on the under with Toledo. And I think a lot of it to me, first off, Jason candle turned down the Miami hurricanes offensive coordinating job. That was interesting. Mario Cristobal tried to get him there, but um, to stay, to stay with the rockets and I, okay. You got long Island and UMass out the gate. should probably be two and O there. But then I think this, this five game stretch is absolutely fucking brutal at Ohio state at San Diego state cross country in the snapper. Then you come back home for central Michigan. Then you're at DeKalb for Northern Illinois. And then you're home to Kent state. You're getting like all the best teams in the Mac one, two, three punches in a row. Um, but, you know, you, you mentioned it at home for central Michigan, but that, that might matter. And also from the East, you're getting Buffalo and Bowling green and so, Kent state. Sorry, though. I would rather because it's coming right after going to San Diego, California, man. Like, uh, uh, I think it'd be better if you had this thing with a bye week or you had Buffalo or something or or Bowling Green in between. I think going straight from Ohio State and San Diego State, these physical teams that are just going to, especially San Diego State, they're going to pound, pound the rock. Like, and then you come back and Central Michigan, they pound the rock. I don't know that they're going to want that, that physicality. And then Eastern uh, Northern Illinois pounds the rock. I, I don't know. I, I don't like the way that schedule aligns. Another thing is the transfer portal. I mean, yes, they brought in some guys. I know they got a couple kids from Maryland coming in and Daquan Finn. I guess you could argue, argue that yes, they, they kind of played both quarterbacks last year, Carter Bradley, but they run Finn a lot. If Finn goes down, they don't have that insurance policy of Carter Bradley back there anymore. He's off to better, better sites in the Sun Belt. Uh, they lost Matt Landers, a wide receiver who is projected to potentially be a starter at Arkansas, and then Isaiah Winstead at East Carolina. Uh, I think this offense might regress a little bit. Um, I think year two under Finn. I think that I mean I, that's a huge thing right there. Maybe you're underselling what Daquan, Daquan Finn can do. And look, they're not the only ones that were that, that were hit hard in the portal. Uh, you know, the the team we all picked, Central Michigan. 
their best two players on defense, the safety Devonnie Brown and the linebacker. Tro- I'm sorry, Devonnie Reed yeah. and the linebacker Troy Brown are now on SEC teams. And oh, by the way, they're b- both of their tackles are now offensive tackles are now in the NFL. So they Central Michigan has some big time holes to fill too. True. And if we pull up the chips, fire up chips, fire up chips. Uh, shout out to the Central Michigan fans that have been hitting me up lately as we did that CMU preview. Um, I just think their schedule now their schedule kind of aligns tough too because they have Penn State the week before Toledo. So I guess you could argue, you know, kind of a wash there. But even if they lose that game to Toledo, I like the rest of the schedule a little bit more. They get a bye week before their toughest road game, which is at Northern Illinois. Their other road games are Akron and Eastern Michigan. I think those are doable games. I think the the schedule is a, actually breaks a little bit better in my opinion. I know you they get I totally agree. Yeah. That's what sold me on Central Michigan. They get Akron, Bowling Green and Buffalo from the East, which yeah. might be the three worst teams in the East. Well, and that's what I'm saying. So Central Michigan's plus 260 to win the the, the Mac West. So you should play that and then it's plus 400 to win the the whole conference. I think you just take the 260 personally. And by the way, Daniel Richardson is a very accomplished quarterback as well for the Chippewas and Lou Nichols is one of the best running backs in the country. I don't care if you're power five or a group of five. He almost ran for, for two K last year. He, so uh, he ran for I, so much that Kobe Lewis, their star running back from the year before transferred to Purdue because he go. was going to be a backup. So um, yeah, you make great points and and I, I'll even be honest. I was surprised of the returning production. Northern Illinois was bringing in. I know they were incredibly lucky last year, right? I, a lot like, of close wins. I said like them, Michigan state, two luckiest teams in college football last year. And, but I actually think this team might be better than last year's team. As far as their actual take away all the scores, the, the, the actual football team, I think is going to be better this year than last year's team. And, and what's funny is, is I, I kind of agree. And that's why I'm on the over with, with central Michigan, with Toledo and Northern Illinois, uh, especially is that still at six and a half? You you had to lay some juice. Last time I saw it was it was minus one fifty to go over six and a half. But I yeah. still think I'd, I'd be willing to lay that juice there uh, because yeah, I mean this team won the championship last year. It's a little disrespectful to have just a number looking at six and a half. And they open up MAC play uh, Saturday, October first at Ball State. And this stretch right here, the month of October, that this four week stretch. Cause after that, I think it's, it, you're in a decent spot. If they can, if they can go probably three and one, they play three road games in four weeks at boss ball state Schumann stadium. Then they're home to Toledo. Then at Eastern Michigan and at Ohio, if they can go three and one there, I think they'll have a fighting chance. I mean, no, they get, you know, central Michigan and Western Michigan back to back in November, but three of the four games in November are in DeKalb where I actually, I, I made this case before with Patty C. I think that's the best home environment in the Mac. I think it's the hardest yeah. place to win in the Mac. So and they also have arguably the best offensive line in the Mac and Rocky Lombardi is back at quarterback. I have no problems, no issues with the offense, the defense that was 115th in the nation a year ago. Uh, they were very young last year. I, I, so I, that, that's why I think there's hope in this team, this team being better overall. Cause I think that defense can improve and not be God awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and there's, they have the same win total. So I'm on the over with Northern Illinois uh, and Nick is too. Patty sees on the under, but 
the Western Michigan is at the same win total, six and a half. Uh, I'm not that high on Western Michigan. They lost a ton. Caleb Ellaby's gone. All right. Uh, their star wideout, Sky, Sky Moore, yeah, gone. is gone. Um, they lost a lot of uh, key pieces from a season ago. Now, in their schedule, I know this is the team that beat the ACC champs, uh, and and they kind of keep a good program. Like they just yeah, they kind of. Overall, uh, only forty nine percent of their team production, offense and defense, returns, which is one of the ten lowest in the country. Yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> you look at the schedule, though. Them getting Ball State at Ball State week two, I think, sucks for them because it's sandwiched between Michigan State and Pitt. I I would rather have it in the middle of the year if it was me, but. Uh, I think they're going to lose to Michigan State, Pitt, and San Jose State. And that Ball State game, because it's sandwiched there, I think is tougher than it would traditionally be. I think that's kind of a 50 50 game considering the spot. Yeah. And, and, on, and being on the road, sure. Then they take on New Hampshire. They're not a terrible FCS team. But uh, then after that, they get Eastern Michigan at home, Ohio at home. And, and to me, down the stretch here. So if you look at their four away games at Ball State, it's where they get ball state. Cause I, I wouldn't value that as a tough pl- win or, you know, but now I kind of uh, think it's on the same level. I mean, it's yeah. a 50, 50 yeah. game, but then at Miami, Ohio at Jaeger bomb stadium, and then at the Doit, uh, taking on bowling green. And then that sure. Maybe that's the one that's a clear cut win, but at central Michigan brutal. And then you're home to Toledo and Northern Illinois. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. team with with Ellaby and Sky Moore went seven and five in the regular season last year. You're telling me with 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 them gone and with, with they lost a lot more than just those two guys. Also, they're going to have an identical season seven and five again. I don't think so. It, I, I, I'm I'm definitely on the under. Where's like the the hundred percent for sure win? New Hampshire. <laughs> but they're they're not. I mean, this is a pro. I know they were three and eight last year, but the, New Hampshire actually has been like a. a they've been an FCS blue blood in a way over like the past 25 years. So, okay. I'll give you the new Hampshire game after that. Maybe what your easiest game is probably either at Bowling green or home to Ohio. I don't know. I just think it's a harder schedule. I think it's a hard getting Northern Illinois. And and also they get Miami of Ohio, the team that we expect to win the East at Miami of Ohio in Oxford. So yeah, I think it's a tough schedule. I think it's a little bit of a rebuilding season. And then it gets me to same win total six and a half. This is the wild card to me. This is the wild card <laughs> because boy. well, they haven't won a championship yet. They haven't. So Creighton's chasing that. I'm talking about the Eastern Michigan Eagles. Six and a half's the win total. Now the road schedule at a conference, it's it's all over the place. They're going down to Louisiana and then to Arizona, but and then to, they host UMass later in the year and then Eastern Kentucky in the season opener. But if you make a case for me here. I like the fact they get Buffalo in September. Cause even with Linquist, I kind of think Buffalo will probably be better towards the end of the year. I like where they get them. Uh, it's in Yisplanty or whatever the fuck they call that town. And then they head to Waldo stadium after a game with UMass at Western Michigan. Okay. That's a tough game at ball state. I think that's doable at Akron doable at Kent state. I even think that's doable. I like the road schedule that Eastern Michigan has. Um, yes. At home, they got to host Toledo, Northern Illinois. That's not and central Michigan. That's the hard part. That's why I'm not taking them to win the conference. Cause 
Yeah. They they basically get three of the I think the three best teams probably within the Mac short of Miami, Ohio, uh in in their stadium. So I, I, I I'm gonna take the over though on them. I think I think the over on Eastern Michigan will hit. This team is crazy. They this team for like five years or six years has played a ton of close games. Last right. year, a seven point loss at Northern Illinois, seven point loss at Ball State, eight point loss to Ohio. You know, they only got their ass kicked once, and that was at uh, Central Michigan. They beat Toledo. So they beat Miami, Ohio. This team is is one that I think could beat anyone on their max schedule. They they're capable of beating anyone. I just think it's a little bit of uh, the like it's probably one of the harder paths with everything accounted yeah. for. Yeah, I like the the the, the three teams we mentioned uh, to start the West better than Eastern Michigan as far as you know winning the West and potentially winning the whole MAC. But I do like the over on Eastern Michigan. Uh, I think they're, they're really the one question mark is quarterback because they're going to, they, they have four or five starters returning on the offensive line. They're going to have one of the best receiver groups in the conference. They had a solid defense last year and it's really being bolstered uh, by the portal. They got a couple linebackers coming over from Michigan state, Boston college. I think this is going to be a top half defense. So really the question mark is that quarterback. You got Austin Smith returning. You got transfers from Cincinnati and Troy. I'm not sure who's going to win the job yet. The, they also got a transfer from Alabama and stone Hallenbeck. I don't know if he's going to start, but no, that's not Eastern Michigan. Oh, that's oh yeah. Michigan. Yeah. That's uh, that's right. That's right. Well, no. So Eastern Michigan got the kid from Troy. Yes. I think he's going to start. I think he's going to start. Yeah. They got also a guy from Cincinnati. Um, I forget his name. I don't have it up right now, but um, I yeah, think, the it's, Cam- I think it's Cameron McCoy. If memory serves me correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like the over, I, you know, I, we believe in Chris Creighton, uh, you know, sometimes with Mac schools, if you're kind of, uh, you know, up in the air, go with the coaches you trust. That's also one of the, the reasons why I pick central Michigan. You guys do probably because we trust McElwain. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a, he's a pretty good coach. Uh, ball state, the final team here in the West five and a half is the win total. They lose drew Plitt. That was a senior ridden team a, a year ago. I think they take a step back this year. I'm on the under with that. Um, I see you are as well, but uh, make me a case. Can ball state. I mean, they're not that bad. So they, they maybe they pull a few upsets or a player emerges. They, uh, they had one of the most senior laden teams last year and, and they scratched and clawed to six and six. Uh, I don't see, this is almost the same play as Western Michigan. They were a better team, more experienced, more talented last year. And the numbers like right there on that line. So no, uh, I think uh, Ball State is probably going to be last in the West this year. I agree. I agree. We're agreeing way too much from action. This was, our, I guarantee you, Buffalo will play Ball State in the MAC championship probably because me, Patty C, and NC Nick all taking Miami, Ohio to play Central Michigan in the MAC championship. Look, <laughs> this, I get it. Like, you can predict Alabama, Georgia, and that's probably going to come true. Normally in the MAC, it never comes true. All right. So, well, yeah, nobody wants to be total chalk. Also, maybe that's why we all went Central Michigan. I mean, I, I honestly think you know Central Michigan has the best chance of winning it, mostly due to their schedule. But the fact that none of us picked Toledo is kind of surprising. Or Northern Illinois. I was about to say, year. I actually like Northern Illinois better than Toledo. But yeah, you could you could argue that. Yeah, but um, I I mean I also maybe Kent State can still be a player. I don't know. So I was the only one that has Miami of Ohio beating Central Michigan. There's a difference. 
Red Hawks, baby. Well, and look, so your odds, Miami, Ohio to win the Mac plus four fifty, Central Michigan Ooh. plus four hundred. So uh, you longer shot there. If to me, if you're in the game. Call me, call me long shot, Nick. There you go. Long shot, Nick there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got central Michigan. I think the ground, the ground attack will be a little bit too much. Uh, and I think McElwain's the best coach in this. Co- well, actually, I, you know what? Joe Moorhead might push my, my opinion of, of uh, McElwain Creighton. I, I mean, I think Chuck Martin's a good coach too, but I, I think yeah. there he's probably, if I had to go uh, best coaches, I think Creighton would be my number one. McElwain, my number two, but Moorhead, I think Moorhead's a damn good coach too. It's going to be interesting to watch. Um, I got Central Michigan, so take the plus four hundred on the chips. Actually, don't do that. Just take the plus two sixty to win the West. Take the plus two sixty to win the West. Doesn't that yeah, make more I think sense? That's a better bet. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, but f- but for Miami, well, Ohio, actually I, actually, I don't know about that. I mean, because I think we all agree that the West is better than the East. So I think that whoever comes out of the West is probably going to win the championship game. I would like to do this though. Maybe not because you're so battle tested. You're injured. You know what I mean? Like uh, I like Miami, Ohio at plus four fifty. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of action there. And then like I'm going to take central Michigan to win the West at plus two sixty. There you go. Beautiful. And, and I'm going to take the over on my, uh, my biggest bet in the Mac is Akron over two and a half wins. My favorite plays in the West, as far as over unders, um, I think it's I think Northern Northern Illinois. Yeah. And especially at six and a half and, and maybe Western Michigan under six and a half. I kind of like ball state under. Five I was about to too. say, I think I like, if I had to list my order there, I think number one would probably be Northern Illinois. Number two might be ball state. Number three might be Western Michigan. Western Michigan has more winning culture. So I could see them reloading faster. Yeah. Ball and state to answer yeah. you know, Joe's question here is what, you know, what, what, which comes first. Moorhead takes an, another job or Akron wins the Mac championship. And I don't know if Joe got to listen to your Akron preview with uh, what was it like the play by play guy or something? Yes, Joe. What is his last name? I'm drawing a blank, but, uh, and, but he, uh, his name, uh, I, I can't, I can't remember his last name, but uh, he said he's committed. Joe Moorhead's committed to, uh, well, he was an assistant there too. Yeah. You know, and he, I guess he, yeah, he's committed to the school. I mean, Anybody could say that. I'm about to say he's got about ten. Uh, like, imagine if they have a good. Imagine if they fucking go bowling and six and six this year. Yeah. And and Joe Moorhead was the head coach of Mississippi State and never had a losing season in the regular season at Mississippi right. State. Uh, so I I could totally see a scenario where if you freeze goes to Auburn, Liberty says, "Hey, here's a shit ton of money to be the head football coach of Liberty or something like that." Um, but. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with you. I'm gonna say he stays at Akron a couple of years. Gets gets a MAC championship. Let's go zip zip it up. All right, we got the Sun Belt coming next. But before I get to that, I got to get us paid yet again. The College Football Experience MAC and Sun Belt Conference previews are brought to you by Run Your Pool. Yeah, Run Your Pool is home is the home competition, bringing sports fans in their social circles together to compete to connect. And make every game matter more. Run your pool offers every game you can think of under the sun, from pick'em to survivor to fantasy pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you will not get anywhere else. 
We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host our own uh, official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest, which is free to enter. So what are you doing, folks? Hop in. Some amazing prizes will be announced soon. Hop in to reserve your spot now. Get over uh, in at uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/survivor. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know we do. Uh, they're they just past 4 million users. Okay. This is not just uh, you know, this is not your uncle's thing or Hey, you join and you're drafting in a fucking garage with 12 guys you never seen before. This is uh, 4 million different users, people. Um, and now you can win on sleeper by playing their brand new over under game. This is pretty fantastic in any sport. You choose two or more players you like, and you pick the over or under on their stat projection. And if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. And with NFL season right around the corner, sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason why I love it is with buddies. It gives you an option uh, to play, like you can create your own contest so you can play with buddies. So if you're just sitting there, even if you're in your, your, your year long fantasy league or you're playing DFS or whatever, you know, maybe, maybe you're heading, to, maybe it's a Thursday night or a Monday night game or a Wednesday night action game. And you're just sitting there saying, man, what do I got going? This is kind of a boring day. It's raining out. It's snowing out, whatever. Might as well just grab a couple buddies you don't even have to be present with them. You can just send them the invite and then boom, you sweat out some bets together. That's, and you could even have a chat in there. It's, it's fun. It's very fun. Uh, so right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group at uh, on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that is sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply. Uh, see sleepers terms of use for details.